Hi guys and welcome back to Two Vets Talk Pets podcast episode number three. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton and I'm joined by the man who after the last episode went straight to his Spotify account, deleted everything and downloaded everything that Barbara Streisand has ever recorded. <laughs> it's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you going? G'day everyone. Good, good. I'm good. Thank, good thanks Robbie and I, I, I'm, I'm sorry I told you I deleted that, my whole playlist but but yep, yep, old Babs is, is number one on, on Spotify for me now, definitely. Yeah. Fantastic. And I um just to you know uh, in, integrate with you, Lewis, you know, and, and to to support you in your um in your Barbara Streisand, and I thought I'd recite a little bit of lyrics for you, mate. You know, <laughs> no, um, no yeah. uh, where's the dump button? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, see if I can find it here. It's uh, people, people who need people <laughs> are the luckiest people. There you go, Lewis. Thanks, Robbie. And Thanks people to, need us. That's why they're listening that's, to that's us. That's today's quote, quote for the day from, uh, from Robbie. Thanks I knew, so much, I, knew Robbie. I could get it. Thanks, I knew Robbie. I could get it. Now, successfully, you've turned everyone off the podcast. No, so, no. Yes, so yeah. perhaps we better bring it back to a little bit. What, what have you been up to this week? What, what's uh, so what's been happening? Uh, so I've just done the uh, I've just uh, uh, the other week did the uh, did the run for the kids, which is oh, a um, fantastic a, a fun run that's done here in um, in Melbourne to support the Royal Children's Hospital. Good on um, you, mate. Good Friday good on appeal. Um, a PB, a personal best. Or? I did actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so I did the 15k run. Yes. Um, so I um, I managed to take. Um, I, I wanted to try and do it in 80 minutes. Yes. Um, and I did it in 80 minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> so it was a pain pain in the bum, but it was about four four minutes quicker than my previous time. So it, it was good. You so, probably um, need to push a bit more with the elbows at the start just to get that extra 30 seconds. Right? Uh, well, Is that the, the issue. Well, possibly. And I think the big the big. Well, I had a really rubbish night's sleep the night before, oh, and yes. you know, I've got a. Um, a, a, a big mate who I run with, and he says that um, yeah, you've got to get eight hours sleep the night before the race. And so I, I did the right thing, Lewis. You know, I, I was, a, I was at a, a friend's fortieth, and I was, I was drinking water. Carb and loading? Oh no, oh, no, 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 I carb loaded earlier. We yes. had dumplings and noodles with my daughter. Oh, okay. um, I was just lunch. picturing beer might be a carb load there. Oh, yeah, yeah, but then I'd be up <laughs> well, well, it, 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 I, I probably should have done that. I would have slept then because yeah, then I got yeah. home and I had the worst nights, like rolled oh, around all night, oh, no. and I got up at five thirty in the morning, absolutely just so tired. So back half of the race I struggled, but um, that's right, it's all good. You know, managed to make it through, didn't injure myself because you know I'm. I, I carry more soft tissue injuries than your average, yes, you know, thirty-five-year-old yes. footy player. So yes. you know, it's um, but that's right. Got through it. But I <clears throat> thought, I'd, you know, the big thing, the Royal Children's Hospital here in Melbourne, and you know, everyone's got their, you know, probably charities and things that um, come up around Easter time. But certainly, the Royal, the Royal Kids is a good, uh, yeah, well, the Good, a good Friday cause. appeal. <clears throat> they do the Good Friday appeal, don't they? Absolutely, you know? and, uh, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic uh, charity, and 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 really good. So drop drop some coins into the. The tins you see at your at your local you know, traffic lights or when you're driving around, absolutely, uh, definitely, definitely a, a great a great cause. Um, as I guess you know, in, in a good segue to that, a, a, a cause for the veterinary world is, yes. is is Robbie becoming a vet. Me, you yes. Know, that's you know. So look, let's, let's you know. Last week we talked a bit about you know, obviously me and my esteemed, distinguished career. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. There's nothing to compare with yours, Robert. Oh, I don't know about that, yeah. Lewis. You know, you're, you're, you're definitely the, do the do the heavy lifting in the, uh, you know, in the, in the, in the partnership we have here, mate. Um, but I, um, so I, I graduated vet school from Melbourne, you know, yes. um, same, same as yourself. Um, yes. Back in uh, back in the heady days of two thousand and one, right? So yes. um, so that was uh, you know feels like a very different world now. You know, and sit back and you know talk to the guys that we graduated with. It's like seriously, where has seventeen yeah. years gone? It's well, just nuts, isn't well, it? I mean, first that we survived Y two K. Who oh, remembers Y two K? Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, as a quick chat, where were you at uh, at Y two K? Where were you when the when the clock ticked over? Uh, I reckon I was somewhere watching some fireworks, maybe. Yeah. Maybe in, I think I might have been in the city actually, in the Melbourne CBD. Melbourne CBD, watching, yeah, yeah. Watching the fireworks and you know checking my uh, my Nokia. Uh, Your little clam yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not a clam phone. No, Nokia. I don't know if it was a fifty-two ten or one of right. was a red brick of a thing. On the bricky ones, yeah, 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 yeah good yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just checking it, uh, ticked over and. Kept working. Kept yeah. working. Fantastic. Wasn't that fizzer? Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I must admit, it's interesting. When I'm uh, going on mobile phones and how they've changed, you know, yeah. when, when uh, I had a mate of mine who, who uh, I still meet him, we go to the MCG, see the footy together yes. occasionally, and uh, I had the Nokia phone and he had his dad's old phone. Yeah, it was a brick. It yes. was huge. You know, but the, the full on, big, yeah, full on, and had a big long antenna on. Oh, a nice one. And yes. he, uh, 
they had had the limited amount of battery life that he could get into the MCG. Yeah. We could ring and talk to each other and say, I mean, row two, row row M, yeah, uh, M forty two, row L, seat fifty, bang, and then cut, cut out, cut, cut battery out. gone, dead, battery gone. So we do that. He'd ring me, you know, we have the quick chat, and uh, and then uh, he came, you know, come and sit down in the seat, put it in his pocket, yeah, literally sit in his pocket. And the antenna was poking him in the chin. <laughs> the whole footy game. Yeah, this fucking, it was a, this ginormous thing. So really, just sit there, just poke, just poking in the chin. You know, you sit there, you try to eat your pie past the antenna there. Exactly. Yeah. You got sauce dribbling down the antenna yeah. straight in your pocket. <laughs> Maybe that's why the battery wasn't working. It was sauce dribbling into the electric. Yeah, possibly. But anyway, yeah. back to you. Yeah, back so to me. Yeah, okay. years since you graduated, and yes. what have you done since then? Where so, you been? So when I first graduated, I went and worked in Warrigal. So similar to yourself, went and did um, mixed practice. Yes. Um, not not quite as far out into Gippsland as what you were. But, yes. Um, uh, yeah, so did, dairy and uh, de- or, or beef cattle. Or? Uh, mainly dairy. You know, yeah. A huge component of dairy. A little bit of um, little bit of beef. A little bit of sheep. A little bit of horses and um, and obviously dogs and cats because uh, I mean. Warrigal's huge now. It wasn't as big back then, but yes. it was starting to get bigger. Yes, the urban um, sprawl. The urban sprawl for Melbourne. Mate. It's just gone nuts. So, mm. um, uh, so I worked there for two years and then went over to England for two years. Yes. Um, and uh, so worked, uh, sort of did a loop. I didn't actually work anywhere in London. I went from um, from Newcastle upon yes. time yes. Um, and, and offended the locals by saying, geez, your bridge looks just like the Sydney Harbour Bridge. One was here first. Oh, that, oh, right? It was designed by the same people, but it's a it's a smaller version mm. of the Sydney Harbour Bridge. But to look at it, oh. looks like the Sydney Harbour Bridge. So you put the locals offside straight, straight away. Straight, 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 straight away. Straight away. Gee whiz. So then I got out of there post haste and went down to um down to uh, Brighton down in the down in the southeast. Then went to Bath um, yes. and worked in Bath for about yes. for about six yes. months. Yes. Um, and and you know traveling into in dispersed as well. Um. Then headed up to Coventry and did a six month stint in Coventry. Oh wow, you travelled up there. Yeah. yeah, and then we ended up in um in Bolton, um up in the up in the northwest. So, so named after Michael. Michael, Michael, absolutely. Everyone walked around really big, you know, <laughs> big, perms. big big perms, eighties perms. Perm. Perm. perms. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I was trying to um. Um, uh, uh, how can I live without you? <laughs> yeah. no, that's, that's all I've got from Michael Bolton. Yeah, that's right, that's, the that's enough singing for today. I think oh. we're, we're always bringing a little bit of singing. Always, to yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, you, yeah, you, did you travel at all? Yeah, so we travelled. Did um, did a, a few trips over into um, into Europe. So a couple of uh, three two month trips over into Europe, and um, did a two month um, overland trek um, through Africa as well on the way oh, home. So, so that was really oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. So do you work at all in Africa or just a trek? Just just travelling. Yeah, just travelling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just bumping around on the back of a truck. Um, uh, we went and saw the mountain gorillas in Uganda, oh, yes. which was pretty cool. Um, yes, that's fantastic. And, um, yes. and yeah, went to bucket loads of national parks and all that sort of stuff. So it was really, really good. Yeah, yeah. 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 I must say, we, uh, we one trip we went to, we certainly we saw the gorillas as well. In, oh, actually, in Rwanda. In Rwanda, Rwanda yeah, Rwanda yeah. place because yeah. it's the same sort of mountain. Or I think to Rwanda is it the Congo, the Congo and Uganda. And Uganda. Sort of, so yeah. we came from the R- Rwanda side, and we actually um, we we had a, um, me and uh, my wife Deb. Yes, we went. Uh, I was a honeymoon, so we were married. Yeah. Um, but we uh, we were up there with with the gorillas and 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 the the, the gorillas that we saw it was a silverback that had only just joined the group. Okay, so right. So the, the the guides didn't really know the silverback very much, and so we were sort of standing standing there, and these silverbacks come straight up to us, right. and the guides are like, "Get back, get down!" So we sort of you know go go down low. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guides just sort of standing there, and this uh, this. Um, uh, silverback yeah. has literally tugged on the guide's jacket. Right, yeah. Stared Deb, my wife, strictly in the straight eyes, eyes, straight yeah. in the eyes, and the and uh, and she's like, uh, you know, what's going to happen here? And I've, I've got it on video, thank goodness. Oh, and, right, and, yeah. And then the guide's gone, go back, and the, the literally the the silverback just sort of runs straight past us down this hill. Right. And I said to Deb, oh, how scary was that? She goes, oh. all I was thinking was he's going to take my camera. <laughs> Two-ton gorilla there in front of you, and you, you, all you worry about is the camera. Is, his ca- is your camera? Oh, gee whiz. So, anyway. He, he, he's, he's not going to have a computer to be able to stick the card in. He's not going to be able to look at the photos. Yes, that's yeah. right. I mean, obviously, face re- facial recognition. Well, that's right. Yeah, this is not going to open it. He's not, not going to do that. No, no. Of course, that was the days before the iPhone. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Fingerprint recognition. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. You're sitting there going, this stupid fingerprint. <laughs> <laughs> fingerprint recognition not working. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. He's, he's in his little dark room trying to develop the <laughs> Duncan, Duncan, <laughs> yeah, put, putting through all the chemicals. All the chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, so you went to Africa and then you yeah. came back to Oz. Came, came back to Australia, went and worked in Frankston, um, yeah, returned back to the homeland of Frankston, um, yes. yeah, my, my spiritual home, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, worked there for about four years. Shout and, out to all those in Frankston. Yeah, down, down in Frank, Funky Town, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, those, uh, those used to go to the Pink Pelican in the day. At, at the 21st Century Dance 21st Club century. with the rotating dance floor. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Fun um, times, yes. Uh, then... Um, uh, Left there, locumed around a little bit, um, went and did my memberships. You know, so you're talking about doing when you did your memberships, yes. I did mine in small animal medicine, so yes. um, just some further studies in um, you know, uh, dogs and cats, so just yeah, yeah, small uh, yeah, medicine stuff. That's where I, yeah, sort of so you're more that. advanced in you know, internal medicine than, than you perhaps you, yeah, uh, your average vet because you've done a bit more study, bit more study. Exams, yes, some study, and I got a bit more in depth into the knowledge of correct, the, of yep. stuff. So, a few okay. more letters at the end of the name, you yes, know, you got yes. to try and sort of remember, so which is what the, the guys were playing baseball with at the time they got. So basically, you haven't played the first half of the season just so you can get more letters after your name. <laughs> How greedy were you? Didn't you have enough? I go, well, yeah, 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 give me a break here. You know, I'm trying to do the right thing, you know. Um, <laughs> so, anyway. so you uh, you um, you sacrifice stats in your baseball for letters at the end of your name. My, Is that stats, what you're are, my stats are pretty crap in baseball <laughs> anyway, mate. I wasn't really sacrificing oh, very yeah. much, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so, so I did those, and now I'm um, yeah, working uh, working at the Waverley Animal Hospital um, in uh, the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Yes. Um, you know, nice, uh, nice, nice little clinic and hospital we got so there. So you're, you're a part owner there. Part yes, owner, part yeah, owner. yeah, yeah. Actually, bought, bought, bought in there about eighteen months ago. So, Great. Um, so it's good. good. Um, yeah, good fun. The, so you're the face of the clinic. You know, you, you, you're uh, one of the faces of the clinic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Lewis, I like, like talking. You know, so you get out there and talk to people, <laughs> and you know, have a uh, you know, have a talk, have a chat. But you, you like know. singing? I do, I do like singing. I try not to sing in front of the clients though, because you know, when it's face to face, you know, they, they take a little bit more. You know, you're you're okay. I mean, I I, I trust you that you're not going to be quite as you know abrupt to me face to face as what the clients yeah. may be, Lewis. If I you know break into a little bit of a yeah, Michael Bolt. Yeah, you know, well, perhaps like, we we could give you the moniker the the the, the moniker the the singing vet. Oh, she was. It'd sit well with me. I don't think it'd sit well with anyone else that has that's still got hearing loss. I wouldn't. Have but yeah, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, okay, so so how long have you been at the Waverley sort of? You know, so I started working there back in 2010. Locumed there, and I was um, doing a few other stints at a few other clinics around yes. Melbourne as well. And then started there full time in February of 2011. Yeah, right. So, yeah, you've been there a while. Yeah, been there for a little while now. Seven, seven, eight years or so. Yeah, yeah, interesting. All right. So next, Lewis, I wanted to talk about something huge in the media, something that really, really has blown up in the last
flop around. Yep. So um, the, the classic sort of mega esophagus dogs, um, the, the signs that people see, it's a regurgitation rather than a vomit. Yep. So, um, and that's often... Um, and it's straight after eating, really, isn't it? Pretty soon after eating. It, it can be, but it can linger for a little while, okay. too. Yeah, because yep. um, yep. it all depends on how long that food is sitting in the yes. esophagus for, because it's got nowhere to go. Yeah. So if ever you take your dog or cat to, into the vet, we'll often ask questions to try and work out, is this pet regurgitating or is it vomiting? Because um, vomiting, as we all know, is a is a you know a violent, uh, you know, propulsive exercise. You know, you've got your stomach muscles are involved, your your brain is involved, and it's a you know. A, sorry, everyone, if you're about to you know have another glass of your cornflakes and stuff, enjoying you know, your wheaties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, enjoying your wheaties. Maybe just hold on for a sec. So your classic vomit is that real. Everything is working. Everything Hang on, is working. Do, do that again, Robbie. Oh, I just oh, replay. Right. I'll do it in reverse. I'll do it in reverse <laughs> and see if it sounds like it's a devil talking. Um, so with the vomiting, the vomiting is a really forced, really active, forceful um, uh, bodily function. Yeah. And because it's coming up from the stomach, usually the food that's in there is digested. It might be a, a slushy yeah, kind of stuff. Slimy. Bile. Yeah. You might get the yellow from the bile. Yeah, or the what, yellow, uh, the white frothy sort of stuff that people talk about, you know, the yeah. saliva and things like that as Absolutely, well. yeah. Whereas a regurgitation is a passive process. Yep. So the classic one of a regurgitation is the dogs will, will eat, they'll be walking along, and then suddenly it's just like a... Yep. Isn't that funny? I mean, especially if it happens in a Labrador, they go... Bleh. Oh, look, there's more food yeah, there. Oh, hang on. There's oh, breakfast. Bonus. <laughs> chomp, 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 chomp. And they go there and they have another shot at it. So a regurgitation is a is a passive, non-forced yes. um, action, um, which then these dogs with the megaesophagus has, ha- have. And the big reason why that's an issue is if you've got all this food and fluid and saliva and stuff flopping around in your esophagus, it's very, very easy for them for it to flop up and if it flops up, it can go down the wrong tube. It can go down to the airway yes. and then cause an aspiration pneumonia. Pneumonia, yes. Which okay. I, I believe is what a lot of the they, they reckon a lot of these dogs that are having issues with um, with the megaesophagus are, uh, are contracting. That's is that what right? they've had. I'm yeah. not really sure of, of the yeah, okay. causes exactly, but certainly treatment for for megaesophagus. One of the things we do know is we do try and what we call elevate feeding. Yeah, the for dogs sure. And the dogs and. Um, there's a there's a beautiful uh, chair. It's like a high chair for dogs. I okay. You've seen it called the Bailey's chair. The Bailey's chair. And right. Basically, it is a high chair. So yeah, the dogs right. are perched up on their high chair, up on their hindquarters. Oh yes. And the food bowl is is, is elevated um, uh, up above. Up above, and they're able to eat. And because the esophagus normally, you know, as you said, it's a muscular tube, pushes everything down. Because it's not working, the gravity will allow the food to then drop into the stomach. Yes, yeah. And those dogs can stay that stay in that Bailey's chair for a good, you know, five or ten, fifteen minutes, however long they need. Right, yeah. To allow that food to just naturally, by gradient, drop yeah. in, drop into the stomach. So, I guess you know, as we are talking about food, obviously there has been um, some some recall of um, of a food product that's um, there's been no proven link. And, yeah, and right, it really yeah. worries me, you know, Robbie, when you know, the media come out and they say, oh, you know, this is the, you know, appears the to be the... food is the cause. Yeah, the food is the, the cause. The smoking gun. Exactly. But but there's been no proven causal link between this, you know, megaesophagus in these dogs and the food. And the food is is from the Mars Pet Care Australia, and they have voluntarily recalled it. Yes. Which is the right thing to do, you know. These, all these dogs are fed the same food. Oh, there's there's nothing that the vets that are down that are investigating have um, you know specifically found. Yeah. Obviously, they've all been fed the same food, so they said, look, we'll recall this food as a precaution on a voluntary basis. And it's not all the Mars pet foods, no, is it? Not all no, the advanced no. foods. It's just the one specific yeah, it's one. It's just the advanced Dermocare dry food. Yeah. In the three, eight, and fifteen kilogram bags. Yeah, so, right. So, look, I guess the crux of the problem is if you've got any of that food or you're concerned about your dog, yes. certainly, you know, you talk to your vet. Absolutely. Be, be first thing, vet, local vet, your first port of call. 
The company has given us a hotline, uh, which is 1-800-640-111. And we'll put that on all of our links and all that yeah. sort of stuff yeah. if you're looking for it. Exactly. Yep. So, look, it's, it's a really, I think, really worries about the media hysteria about yes, it. Yes, absolutely. And, and yep. the law will come out to play, I'm sure, in the next few weeks. And yep. we'll be sure to keep you guys updated on the podcast. Well, the, and the Brains Trust are looking at it to try and find what is the link. Because these mega-esophagus cases, they are usually really tough to try and work yes. out what the cause is. You know, there's, you, know you'll, you'll, you can do tests to try and work out the common ones. From there, then there is a, a list as long as your arm of things that can potentially cause it. Um, so, uh, like, if you are worried that your dog, A, has been on these foods, or even B, has just started to vomit or regurgitate more, or you're not sure... Great reason to go and see a vet and get them checked out, isn't right. it? So uh, I guess you know, we've got Easter coming up. Easter, Robbie, and, yes. Uh, what, what do you got for us today? So, so we touched on last week a little bit of Easter stuff, mate, about um, you know, Easter lilies. But um, we're going to talk about the other, you know, I mean, Easter lilies, something that people don't know about, but the one that everybody knows about is chocolate toxicity. But not a year goes by, Lewis, where you don't have oh, dogs that come in that yeah. have... Found that found Easter eggs, found chocolate. I mean, I mean, they can get into chocolate at any time, but Easter, where you know the Easter bunny comes and leaves, you know the the the, the stash of yes. eggs there, yes. yes, because it's you know it's in the um the interest of um of uh, efficiency, yes. you know he gets that um you know if the if the eggs get dropped off, so the Easter bunny can drop them off more efficiently. But yes. Um, yes. the dogs sometimes find those and get stuck right into it, and uh and chocolate is not good for dogs. No, it's not. No, no, it certainly isn't, and. Uh, and some chocolate is, is worse than other other chocolate, isn't it? So you know, is it, absolutely. Is there a bit of a bit of a ladder of chocolate toxicity, as we like to call it? Definitely, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the thing that makes chocolate toxic for dogs is the stimulants that's in there, the theobromine and the caffeine. They're called yeah. methylxanthines, and what they do, Oof. yeah, I know, methylxanthines. What? Just, just, just lay out the big words methyls again. Methylxanthines. Um, so, right. so what those um, uh, compounds do. When they get metabolized, they lead to an increase. They change the the way that your cells metabolize energy, so yes. it increases your metabolic rate. Yes. All your cells get really, yes. really excited because yeah. they are a stimulant. Yeah, I've been. T- it's like like speed. It's like having your, your dog on speed, isn't it? You know, it certainly can be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the uh, you know the heart rate goes up. Yep. There's hyperactivity. Agitated. They're they're tremoring. They're um, yes. and uh, and the. So the more of those compounds that are in the chocolate, then the more toxic that they are. Right. And the easy way of knowing that is that the darker or the darker the chocolate is, yes. the more of those stimulants, the, the more of those compounds that there are. Right. So okay. um so the the lighter the chocolate. Yeah. So, so, so your white chocolate. White chocolate has got next to nothing in there. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little little quiz with you later on those to see if we can work out how much. Um, chocolate, because I found a, a chocolate toxicity calculator online. Right, yes. And so I did, yes. did a little bit of uh, homework last night. I was plugging in the weights of dogs for different um, to- levels of toxicity right. for different chocolates. okay. For interest sake, to see what's going right. on. Right, so, okay, yes. Yep. So, so white chocolate, there's next to none of those um, things in there, so very low risk of toxicity. So the Milky Bar Kid... Fine, milky bar kids fine. Milky, yeah. the, Can you still get milky bar? The drinks are on me. The, oh yeah. Is that, was, was that, that, that the was yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got the little kid with his little cowboy yeah. hat on. Well, you can get your top deck. So oh, you can get top deck. You get your milky bar. Well, we, or, I guess you get. I've only seen little milky bars in the like in the the, the packs. Like here at, um, in Australia, oh, you get the little Cadbury favourites. Favourites. Oh the yes, fun yes, size fun ones. Size. Yeah. Um, what what's your go to when the when you're you know someone cracks open the pack of favourites? What's the first oh. one you jump in and grab? Now, favourites, I'll get confused. Is favourites, has that got a cherry ripe? I'm, I'm a big cherry yes. ripe guy. Is that yeah, you get a big cherry ripe, ripe guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How about yourself? Um, so my my one, it's, I, I'll often try and go for the peppermint arrow. Oh, yes. Right, the peppermint yes. arrow because, Gold, yes. because that's one that I think a lot of people are going to go for. Right? But then the one that I know that a lot of people are going to leave is going to be the boost bar. Boost. Right? I love the boost you love bar, the boost. but I know that nobody else does, so I can leave that oh. and I can come back to that later. I reckon the one that's left is your Turkish delight. Oh, the Turkish that's, delight, the unloved that's the polarizing. Turkish yeah. delight. That's yes. the marzipan of your, marzipan. Of your favorites, I reckon. It, yeah, I, I'd agree with yeah. you on that. Yeah, yeah. or the picnic. Yeah. The picnic. Picnic's nice. Yes, but because it is that little bit bumpy, yeah. little bit ugly. Yeah, you know, you yeah. know. Stuck in your teeth. Stuck in your teeth. Yeah, yes, yeah, the, 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 the nougat, the, yeah. the, the thicker stuff. Yeah. So, so milk. Uh, the so the white chocolate, hardly anything there. Yeah. Milk chocolate has got more of the those stimulants there. Yes. So you're yes. starting to get into your levels of toxicity yes. a little bit more with eating yes. those. 
and also because the in the um, yeah, there's another hat I wear. I'm, I'm a I'm a backyard ice cream maker too. Right. So, oh, so I like lovely. making ice cream. So um, so with um, the the white chocolate, it's all sugar and butter fat. Yes. Right? In the milk chocolate, you start adding more sugar. Yes. Right. Then in your dark chocolates, the darker you get, you have less sugar. So while the darker chocolates are more bitter, the dog shouldn't eat them. Better for humans. Better for humans. High in antioxidants. Oh, it's very high in antioxidants. Not when when you eat half the packet, Lewis, you know. (laughs) You can always have more antioxidants, I'm sure. Gee whiz, I I gave myself heart palpitations once. (laughs) Old gold. I was working at this clinic, right, and and someone cracked open a pack of old gold. And I'm I'm, I'm terrible for, um, for, for chocolate. And it had a bit... Walk past, have another couple of bits, another couple of bits. I got to the point where I, was, well, I, I reckon my heart rate was about one eighty really? just from so, so that's what happens to your dogs when yes. you eat these. These that's good. Get it back on track. Um, when you eat the chocolates, it's your heart rate that goes up because of all these little stimulants in there. So, um, getting into the darker the chocolates, the more of these um, compounds, the worse they yes, are. So, yes. um, yep. so we touched on the signs there. So your dog eats eats a whole lot of um, eats a whole lot of chocolate. You come home, A, you'll probably find that there's chocolate wrappers everywhere. Yes, yes, um, yes. The dogs will often be, um, you know, so they'll, they'll be, they'll be, if they're getting really bad, they'll be tremory. They might be really pacey, yeah. panty. They're just seeming like they are, like they're amped, you know, yeah. like they are just absolutely on edge. And there's often vomiting, isn't it, in those early stages too, Can is be, that right? Yes, yeah, vomiting. yeah, if they have enough, but, and um, probably as well if they distend their stomach enough, they can bring it back yeah. up again. Yeah. In which case it's good if they do bring it up, the less it's in their guts to, to absorb, yes. the better. Yes, yes. Um, but sometimes by the time the owners come home, if they're showing the signs, chances are it's probably already gone through the stomach. Yes. It's already in the small intestine. Yeah, it's passed so, through, okay. Um, yep. So then you get down, you know, what, what do you do? You know, so if you do, if you get home and you find that your dog has eaten um, chocolate, um, A, ring your vet because they're going to be able to, you know, and work out what sort of chocolate it is and try yes. and get a bit of a guesstimate of how much yes. you've had. Yeah, the weight. Because yeah, the, the, the weight, weight is the, important. Yep. Uh, because you can. Then, because then that way you can try and work out, well, is this going to be a nasty mm-hmm. animal? If your dog eats, a, if, your, if your Labrador eats a, a white um, Freddo frog, chances are you'll be fine. Your kids will be distraught because yes. they've knocked off, the dog's knocked off the Freddo That's frog. That's right, yes. Right? But your dog will be fine. Yes. But um, I had a, um, a, it was a couple of years ago, a little dog that um, got into a, a block of 70% lint. Chocolate, yeah, so um, dark or cacao, dark, or cacao, or whatever it is, out yeah. the wazoo, and this dog came in absolutely tremoring like crazy. Yeah. So, so um, if you find your dog's eating chocolate, ring up your vet and get them down to your vet clinic straight away. Yeah. Um, you'll make them vomit, you yeah. know. So um, we'll make them vomit. Yeah, yeah. make them vomit usually. Get, yep. Give them something to try and bring it up to try and empty the stomach, try and decontaminate yep. things. <clears throat> um, if there's not much in the stomach and they're already shake, rattling, and rolling, depending on how bad they are. It's usually you put them on a drip, you know, um, yep. because the the more you can flush them out, you know, yes. um, you'll, you'll try and reduce down the amount of the stimulants in the blood. Yes. Um, it's also a good thing trying to get, you know, sometimes you catheterize their their bladder, trying to get all the way yes. out so they get any reabsorption. Yeah, and give them some charcoal maybe. To charcoal help, yeah. absorb. Yeah. And if things get really bad, using things like muscle relaxants and things to try and help to try yes. and calm them down. Keep them cool, so, often they overheat, don't they? Because yeah. of the tremoring. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they tend to, tend to overheat, definitely, yeah. Yeah, um, and prognosis-wise... Yeah, prognosis-wise, usually you're pretty good. You know, um, you just got to try and uh, you just got to get them through. You know, they, things can get bad. They can tremor quite badly and potentially seizure. But um, if things are getting really bad, then uh, you know, the I guess the worst, the, the more chocolate they've eaten, the higher the the worst the clinical signs, the more intensive treatment they're going to need to try and pull yeah, through. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, um, oh, so, yeah, that's so, so if you find your dog's eating chocolate. Call your vet. Talk to your vet. And yes. get, get them sent yes. to straight away. And if your vet's not open, you need to talk to the ER vet, you know, the ED, your local emergency. Google, place. Yeah, Google yeah. Um, Google uh, after hours yes. uh, animal vet. Uh, or if you, after hours but if you ring your vet, they'll obviously on the answer machine, they have an ER number as well. They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll have the number for you to call. Details, Absolutely. If they're, if they're shut. So, yeah. Oh, that's, uh, oh, that's, that's, um, that's really interesting, that, that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. Not, not much at all, is it? Jeez, they, they, you know, don't have to eat much at all to get sick, though. You know? It doesn't take much. And But, you know, Lewis, it's not only dogs that like to eat chocolate right yeah. so we had an incident last year right so um so uh easter bunny came um left uh eggs out for the kids kids went running outside trying to find where the eggs yeah, were yeah, and um yeah. you know as you do expecting oh the easter bunny's yeah, been fantastic. fantastic yes 
four eggs. Lewis, there were four eggs outside for two kids. Four eggs left? Four eggs. Jeez, you got so, a stingy Easter bunny. I, What's I going on? I was trying to work out what was happening, right? So so the kid, the kids were happy because they got oh, the Easter bunny's been, you know, so that's yeah, terrific, yes. right? Um, my wife and I were looking at each other going, what has happened here? Yeah, right? yeah. So later on that day, I'm out doing some gardening and I've moved, moved some of my strawberry pots. Yeah. And I've found all these screwed up little bits of wrappers, <laughs> right, of Easter eggs. Rats yeah. had come in. Rats. Rats had come and grabbed oh. the eggs, pulled them down, eaten all the chocolate, oh. right, and then left the wrappers there and taken off. Did, so, you, did you turn around and there was a there were rats everywhere? Just, just agitated, and just <laughs> tripping off their heads, going, oh, I'm so wired. <laughs> from Nim, this is fantastic. Um, Ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> Ratatouille's the best movie ever. I've oh, got no on top way. of the world. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, so, uh, you know, yeah, the rats went in there and knocked off all the uh, all, all the Easter Bunny eggs that the Easter Bunny oh, had left. Terrible. Spoil sports. Terrible. Yes. Geez, eh? oh. Well, yeah, I mean, certainly the Easter Bunny is something that that's comes at this time of year. Yes. And a really common thing that many of our listeners, the kids, you know, they're listening to this show. They like to leave something out for the Easter Bunny. Yes. You know? yeah. So what, what's good to feed the Easter Bunny, Lewis? Because well, bunnies are a, uh, well, they're, they're a different creature. Out, yeah, if you left stuff out for the Easter Bunny before, I mean, we leave it out every, every year. Carrots. 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 Exactly. That's what yep. I thought you'd say. Carrots for the bunny? Yes. Big no-no. Really? Big no-no. Treats only. So right. Is, uh, carrot is really a treat only. I wanted to touch a little bit on, on feeding feeding rabbits. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, a bit, bit tongue in cheek with feeding the Easter Bunny. I'm pretty sure the Easter Bunny you know, might might prefer a, a stiff drink or a, <laughs> and some chocolate cookies. But but anyway, carrots are carrots are your, your big sort of. Uh, your well, big, it's what you think. Yeah. yeah. You know who did it? Bugs nice Bunny. Bunny. Bugs exactly. Bunny. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Yeah. Yes. How bad must have his tummy been with how many carrots he yeah. had? His tummy? What about his teeth? His teeth would have been. That's why he's always hanging out <laughs> in front of his mouth. Looks. Exactly. So the thing with 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 rabbits is is there's a big misnomer about what you what you need to feed your rabbits and yeah. And I wanted to touch a little bit on on it on it today and. Yeah, the classic case is, uh, you know, I had um, my neighbours across the road actually sort of came over and they've got a rabbit and they said, oh, we're going away for a week. Yeah. Can you can you come can over you and, feed, and the bunny? Feed, feed the bunny? So they give me the key and we've gone out the back and there it is, the box of, of, of grains and pellets right. and corn. Or the concentrates. Yeah, exactly. Carb loading. Exactly. And it's got, it's got the... It's got the picture of a vet on the cover, so it must be right. good, or yes. you know, whatever. It's, it's got the correct name, or a, d- a dude in a coat and a stethoscope. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. It must yeah. be the right stuff. But, but rabbits, rabbits, or, or pet rabbits, they um, they really need to be fed. Eighty percent of their diet needs to be some sort of uh, hay, like a, hay? a grass hay, a, uh, a timothy hay, you know, a meadow grass. Uh, oat and hay. Those are the sorts of things that they that needs to be eighty percent of their food because. The reason rabbits need to eat that so much is they need the roughage. They need right. the roughage for, for, for two reasons, or two reasons that I know of. Yeah. Um, one is is their teeth are continually growing. Right, okay. They yep. have teeth like us, which uh, go in your teeth and, and fall out when you drink Coke. Yes, yeah, they, yeah. They have teeth that need to be continually chewed, and yep. and, and, and and that's where the... Like the, horses. Yeah, horses right. as well. Yes, yep. yep. And, and so the, the, um, the, the grass hay needs to be the staple of, of the rabbit's diet. Then... Then you can probably, you know, maybe twelve percent of, of of that is is some sort of herbs, um, you know, some some plants, maybe like leafy, of, leafy greens, yeah, maybe a bit of grass or yep. something, um, you know, um, some vegetables, maybe a little bit of carrots in there, you know, some broccoli, those sorts of things, and then about six percent should be pellets. Right. Now, that, that box I'm talking about with the seeds and stuff, that's not even pellets there. Yeah. That's got your sunflower seeds, your your corn, yeah, yeah, you know, it's got all sorts of things that, that are really like like McDonald's, I suppose, yes, for yeah. your rabbit. And where's your rabbit going to find those when it's out in the wild, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I do, do it at McDonald's. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. McDonald's for rabbit. Yes, yeah, 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 McBugs. Yeah. I'll have, a, I'll have a big bug, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just with a small salad on the yeah. side. Because <laughs> I'm watching my wife. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and a diet coke. Yeah, diet coke. Yeah. Diet coke and a pizza, please. Yeah. That's a new song. <laughs> so, so certainly, yeah, and then, and, you know, the treats, you know, a little bit of fruits, you know. I don't know if you've ever been on, you know, seen on YouTube, there's a beautiful video of a white rabbit right. eating a raspberry. 
Oh, yes. Have yes. you seen that? I and have, it, yes. And yeah. it looks like at the end of it, the rabbit's murdered something because it's red all around its lips. It's like it had a watership down. You remember yeah. that old movie? Yeah, where they, where they kept, no, you didn't no, see that one? No. Oh, yeah, no, story for another day. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, rabbit's gone wild. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So so certainly uh, those, grain, those grains and the seed, the box of stuff, you know, you've got to check that out. That's, that's really the rabbits will preferably eat that. Yes. Um, but if your rabbit is exclusive on that, their teeth, they're going to have teeth problems. Yep. And potentially it's going to give them gut problems yeah, as right well because they, they haven't got enough roughage in, in their food. So what is it about the, the grains and things that make them bad for the bunnies? You know? So what's the... What's the makeup of it that's so different than to roughage? Yeah, well, it's, it's more just that it hasn't got that cellulose you know, material, the roughage, you know, your, your grains um, just doesn't have that cell wall that really yeah. helps sort of grind the teeth. Yeah. It tends to be easily digested. Um, you know, often they get fat yeah. on it as well because it's so high in calories. Yeah. Um, but a rabbit, you think, think what a rabbit will eat in the wild. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, it's out eating grass all, all day. It might very rarely come across a crop of... Of carrots and yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, I go, oh, hang on, yeah, but it's, it's it's certainly really going to eat a whole sunflower seeds or yes. anything like that. So yeah, yeah. So so it is, you know, and 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 some no nos for, for rabbits. Number one, chocolate, chocolate, poisonous for rabbits as well. But but any sort of um, human food really don't like that. You know, people like to feed ro- yogurt drops or bread or you yeah, know, some right. of you know, um, those sort of things, cookies. Uh, you know, those sorts of things are, are, are a big no no. So Really important with rabbits is 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 if if you are currently feeding them that that box of the grains, just gradually introduce more and more of your Timothy hay or your oaten hay, yeah, um, and gradually introduce that in their diet because we don't want to change their food too quickly because again that can cause them stress and cause gut problems gut gut problems as well. So, yeah. Um, interesting thing is um you know, all this I don't know when you're in the UK if you did much. With rabbits sort in the of, UK, sort of a bit of bunny with, stuff. With, yeah, with yeah. I mean, that's where um, that's certainly where I learned all my stuff about rabbits. Yes. I mean, when I came out of vet school, all I knew, you know, I was working down at Sale. Unfortunately, was that they got myxomatosis. Yes, yeah. And they made a lovely stew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really not the ideal vet scenario. No, that, I, that I knew what a rabbit looked like. <laughs> you know, I knew what a rabbit looked well, like. Look, well, nothing like Bugs Bunny, but I knew, you know. Well, if you go to Queensland, yeah, in Queensland. It's illegal to own a pet rabbit. Is it really? Yeah. So if wow. you're working in Queensland and you're on you're the vet on for the day and you look down your roster on the you know what what consults are coming in, a lot of long eared guinea pigs coming long-eared in for guinea the pigs. day. Yes. Yeah, rightio. Yes. Yeah, so, Fantastic. So don't open your rabbit clinic up in up in Queensland. Open your long eared guinea pig. Guinea pig clinic. Wow. So so you so you're not allowed to have rabbits. Yes. And you're not allowed to be a bikey. As well, you know, <laughs> you've got your bikey laws, you know. It's such a, you yeah. know, gee whiz, they're, they're pretty tight up there in Queensland, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're cracking down. There's no riding your bike and holding a rabbit. That's my sure. God. Oh, a long eared guinea pig, it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, oh, have you got any drugs in there? No, but I've got a, a long eared guinea, guinea, guinea pig. Is that a rabbit? No, no it's a long eared guinea pig, no, officer. So, as you were, free as to you go. Were. Fantastic. Make sure you feed it plenty of roughage. <laughs> I will, sir. No problems at all. No right problems on, at all. Right on top of it. But certainly when we worked in the, you know, I went to the first went to the UK, yeah. one of the clinics I worked at had consultations that were five minutes long. Oh, yes. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you did any of that. I did a couple stuff. of five-minute consult ones. Yeah. yeah. Really hectic. So normally a consult for us, you know, you're looking at 15, 20 15 minutes. to 20 minutes. Yeah. Maybe longer, maybe half an hour. Yeah. But, you know, and so I'd walk into these consults. And it'd be someone with their dear beloved rabbit going, it's not eating and it hasn't got mixo. It yes. certainly doesn't look like a stew. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, no idea how to it's, it's not floating in potatoes <laughs> and dumplings and stuff. Yeah. So I'd walked out and I'd go to the other vet and go, oh, oh Hal, he's like, oh, yeah. Hal, can you just go in that, that room there for me? And he'd just walk in and he'd do the consult. Yeah. But oh, it, it was something I learned really quickly on the job. And they're, they're delightful pets, rabbits. Yes, I really, yeah. really enjoy them and I enjoy sort of working with them. Um, but... You know, a lot of people don't understand the feeding scenario, and I think that's that's a big goes a big way to 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 their long term health. Well, I think for um, you know, certainly in the, the the bunnies that I see when they come into the clinic, the probably the main problems that you're seeing them for are gut problems and teeth problems. Yes, exactly. you know, like that. Yeah, they get they get skin issues and things like yes, that. Yes, or an abscess sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the it's it's usually always teeth. Yes, and yes, and that is be, yeah. absolutely just because of what they're being fed. Exactly. So, um, very diet dependent, and, and, and sometimes stress too. Stress, yeah, okay. gut problems as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I always say to people, you know, the like, so when they're bringing in a healthy bunny, you know, the um, I think the, the your big signs of bunnies doing well, yeah, you know, I say, yeah, the, the the guts are chewed. 
If something goes in one end and it comes out yes, the other, yes, and it, you know, and it looks all right coming out the other end, chances are everything's okay. Yes, you know, yes. So as I say, people, if you've got a bunny that's doing nice, normal little bunny yep, poos, yep. then that's great. Yep, you know, yep. your bunny's doing poo and it's getting caught around a bum and they're looking a bit soft. Yes. chances are something's, or something's not, not pooing, working. Or not pooing. Or, or not, not pooing. Yeah, yeah, yeah big problems. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, that's that's a pretty well a wrap for the for the rabbit sort of stuff. Good so, stuff. That's that's good stuff, Lewis. Yes. Excellent. So I guess that brings us to that's sort of getting near the end of the, the our third podcast. But yeah, um, you know uh, we've got the got the Commonwealth Games. That's big up on the horizon. Yeah, yes, coming yeah, yeah. up. And uh, do they have horses? I don't think they do have horses. I don't think the they do. A question. They're too big. They they've got lawn mowers. Oh, so there's not enough room for the understandable. Yeah, yeah, not not enough room. And um, yeah, for some reason the equestrians don't get a don't no, get a look. No, so yeah. um, it's actually reminds me interesting when I worked at at Mathbra. Yeah, um, yes, yeah. <clears throat> down down in the country down the Sailway, and uh, we were um uh, we had a lot of vet students come come through the yeah. The it's clinic. a it's um, a big teaching um, yeah big teaching big hospital teaching down there. Yeah, yeah. We had these two two guys coming, just really funny characters yes. up and up up at vet, vets up in up in Queensland. Look, I'll, let's call them uh, call them Reg and, and Barry. Reg and Barry for, for yes. the confidentiality confidentiality reasons. Yes, and, uh, and we the, can't show you their face on television, yeah, exactly, yeah. or on the podcast. <laughs> on the podcast, yeah. obvious technical reasons. Yes, <laughs> um, but uh, and and we we had the Olympic torch that was coming through Mafra. So coming through Mafra. So it's pre pre Sydney Olympics, pre two thousand. Right, uh, yep. when, you know, uh, preparing for the Sydney Olympics in in 2000, um, and and the it was a big day. You know, everyone's turned out on the main street. The whole town's there. Yeah. Streamers. Exactly. The yep. works. You know. So the torch comes in, and, and these two vet students took yep. it upon themselves to take you know the rectal gloves, you know, the, the the rectal gloves that we use for preg testing horses. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. A, the big long arm. Yeah. Ones big those. long arm gloves. Yep. They can come right up to your shoulder, so yep. they're quite long. Well, they thought it'd be good fun to fill those with air, so they've blown them up. So yes. they're big like. You know, hand or arm extension, and they're yes. holding them up like an Olympic torch. Yeah, yeah. And old, uh, old uh, Reg and Barry. Reg and Barry, yeah. thought it'd be fun to run alongside the Olympic torch. Really? Holding the inflated rectal glove. As though it was their own, as their own torch. torch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this is, thankfully, this is pre-2011, pre-pre-sort yeah, of yeah. Uh, terrible. Innocent times. Innocent, Innocent times. times. But they still both got tackled by Did security. They really? And wow. brought down. Just, just, just you, know, you know, like, um, oh, like, a, uh, oh, what's the um, Secret Service style? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've got some here. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rectal no. glove, rectal glove, rectal glove, rectal glove, Yes. They were clean. It's so okay. They were clean. They were clean. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, and so yeah. they were brought down. But so well, obviously us at the bit clean, when we were all sort of young blokes, and we thought, oh, that's hilarious. What, what a great story. What a great story. But we had people and farmers coming in some yeah. Oh, never coming to this vet clinic again. Oh, no. That was horrible. Oh, really? You brought disrespect yeah, to our yes, town. exactly. These guys wow. were having a bit of fun. And, um, but, yeah, so <laughs> we thought it was quite funny, but it, perhaps it wasn't taken so well by the local community. Jeez, whiz. Yeah. yeah. Um, do they have a um, an Olympic flame for the Commonwealth Games or...? Uh, I think they might have a torch. Yeah. Or, I imagine they would. Or actually, no, I, I, I think it might be like a baton. I think oh, it's a... Yes. That's right, yes. I remember heard... Um, uh, yeah, Sammy J, the the comedian Sammy J. I was listening to a, a podcast that he was doing. Yes. Um, you know, I'll, I'll stick in a plug for a podcast I listen to. Um, uh, Don't you know who I am? By Josh Earl. Fantastic yeah, podcast, okay. right? So, so he was um listening, uh, talking to Sammy J, and um there was a uh, so that the baton and apparently there's a a note in the baton that the Queen has has put in there, right, and then that oh, goes. Yeah. If, if found, please return to the Queen, or or or, or um <laughs> you know um. Uh, what's her husband's name? Um, Prince, uh, Prince Philip. Prince Philip. Philip. Yeah. Eggs, <laughs> milk, <laughs> cream. Yeah. Jam. Uh, hay. Hay. Hay yeah, for yeah, hay yeah, for the bunnies. Yeah, yeah. Hay for the chocolate bunnies. For the corgis. Chocolate, chocolate for the corgis. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And pick yourself something else, something a little bit nice. Can you imagine that? Yeah. So crack over. Oh, okay. This looks like the Queen's shopping list. You know. That's. <laughs> Getting somewhere there, you know, there might be a bit of commentary about whether she enjoys, you know, um, you, know, uh, uh, you know, Charles and Camilla's, you know, uh, company at dinner or something like that. You know, do, I don't know. Do they know what that is the note? Is it? Is it I don't know. know. Is it, I don't are we know. just speculating? You know, we're probably right. Speculation, speculation. But I'd love to see that it's, uh, maybe she just wants our, our produce because she knows how good it is out here in the colonies. You know, our, our, our great produce here so she can go home and make, a real, make herself a really nice... Devonshire tea. Yeah, possibly. You know? Or have the butler maker in Devonshire yeah, tea anyway. Well, be, yeah. Yeah, definitely. yeah. Oh. 
Well, look, I think that uh, that probably covers most of the stuff. Did you just about wraps us up? Now we've got um, uh, had another listener's question as well, Lewis. Oh, so we've got so um, what's that listener number two? This is fantastic. Listener number two. Well, so we're, we're getting there. <coughs> Thanks this to is the, uh, the the two listeners out there that are. That are listening, and we, we, from our families. Yeah, we, 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 we really appreciate both of you. You know, <laughs> it's, it's great. You know, please don't stop. Otherwise, you know, we it's just us talking to ourselves. We yeah. the, the check in the mail. Yeah, that's right. The, yeah. the rubber check. The rubber check. Yeah, the, the rubber chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so this is a uh, a message from Catherine. Um, now, Catherine uh, says, uh, "Hi, Robbie and Lewis. Great idea. I have a question." What can I do with my extremely fussy cat? Hugo is five months old and doesn't really enjoy eating anything except raw kangaroo mints and raw chicken drumsticks for now until he goes off these two. Mm. He won't touch dry food, even kitten wet food at the moment. Mixing it in doesn't work either. He won't have any of it, but his sister eats everything, but he is very tricky. Thanks so much. Catherine. Right. So, okay. Catherine, you've got a tricky one there. A tricky yeah. little kitten who's been a little bit finicky. So, um, uh, I guess... Common. What, really common. Oh, isn't it, man? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's... um, you know, I, I find that um, it becomes almost like a habit for them, isn't it? That they get used to eating what they like to eat. Yes. And then it's then they don't want to eat the stuff that the owners want them to eat. Yes. And then out of frustration, then the owners go... Oh, well, I'll give you this because yes. I know that then you're going to eat it. Yes, you know? exactly. You're um, not going to eat the broccoli, so let's give you a smorgasbord. Let's, well, yeah, and um, and I often have people say, oh, I've got, you know, I've got ten different types of open <laughs> tin food in the fridge, you know, yes. um, and I've got the expensive stuff, and I've got the cheap stuff, and I've got the stuff from here and there, and yes. they just they'll eat it for a little while and then they'll stop. So, um, I think one of the big things is is that you you've got to be tough, you know, you've got to be you've got to be tough. You, you, I think Catherine's doing the right thing in trying to add the food in, so then that way he's at least getting used to the used to the flavour yes, of it, um, yes. you know, with what he, it is that he does want to eat. Yes. Um, but the advice I give people, Lewis, in situations like this is that you you offer them for it to, to eat it. If they don't want to eat it, you take it away. Yes. Um, in about twenty minutes, half an hour, give it back to Try them again. again. Right. And if they don't want to eat it, then you take it away. And then they don't get another crack at it until later on that night. Yes, you know. Yes. Um, obviously, if you've got a young puppy, you've got a skin. You know, talk to your vet. You know, you're not trying to starve your, your animal. No. They do need to eat. Well, especially but, cats. You don't want to be pushing for too long with them not eating. So if it's longer than sort of 12 to 24 hours yeah. without them eating, you're starting to get a little bit concerned with cats. Dogs, you can push it a bit longer, can't you? You can, yeah, yeah. Up to three days, but I, I don't know. Yeah, you, should, you, should, you shouldn't be going that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know any owner that's pushed a cat, a dog, up yeah. to three, three days and not eating. It, but, yeah. it, it, it certainly shouldn't reach that far. But I think the big thing is, is that you need to be tough with what it is that you're offering them and if you do offer them things like you know like i had said to someone the other day i oh, my dog he's only going to eat chicken he only yes. wants to eat the chicken yes i said right well what you need to do is if you're going to give him chicken um the chicken should only be occasional and it should be the first thing that you offer them yes. it shouldn't be the third or fourth or fifth option yes. because then he knows to wait so hang out for, for the fourth yeah, or right. fifth option yeah. so yeah. it's Fair the thing call. of where yeah. you want to be um you, you got to be tough you know it's a little bit tough loving and we're certainly not saying to be you know withholding food forever for them but you're doing the right things Catherine I think you've just got to stick with it I think you need to continue to slowly mix it in yes but then be a little bit tougher with not reneging and then saying well you're not going to eat this other stuff yes. so i'm going to give you your other things and i think as well the fact that if the with her other cat um the with the girl that if she's eating everything maybe we need to try and feed you know separate them feeding yes. as well there might be potentially a little behavioral issue yeah. there is, uh, yeah. uh, issue what do you reckon Lord? do you have any well, ideas I mean, no, certainly you know, if, if she's feeding them together you try feeding them separately but sometimes actually bring cats to Together feeding, if yeah. they're being fed separately, um, sometimes can cause a little bit of social facilitation. With ah, so, okay, so yeah. you know, um, you know, if you're feeding them both at the same time, you don't have the food down all the time, and you put the food down, and, and one cat that's eating really well goes to eat, it often encourages the other one to come along. Right, and, but but not always. So yeah, so it's yeah. just just about trying. Well, and what do you call it? Social facilitation. Social facilitation, oh, mate. Yeah. See here, this is here I am trying to big note myself Pretty, with these big words. 
Pretty I sure it's that. Portuguese, that one. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to get on Etsy and see if I can get a T-shirt made up of it, mate. That social sounds great. I'm a social facilitator. Yeah, social, or peer group pressure. Peer group pressure. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds much better. That, that's much better. Much, much better optics calling it that, yeah, than, than the peer yeah, group pressure. Yeah, 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 yeah. D- definitely. So, but I think, yeah, look, I think probably the important thing to say is, I don't know, I, don't know, I didn't get the, the cat's name. Uh, Hugo. Hugo, Hugo he is. Hugo. Yep. So, so, I mean, the important thing is Hugo healthy, really, is, is you know, the main thing, is he, is he a good weight? Yes. You know, if he's a good weight um, and what you're doing is is, is sort of working, in, in some cases, I just say to people, well, if you're happy to keep trying things and you realise he's perhaps going to turn his nose up at that and then you try something else, yep. is it really that big a problem? Right, you know, yeah, yeah. Cats at a stable weight, are they getting a fairly, you know, varied diet? Well, maybe Hugo's not. We're just on the raw meat sort of scenario, yes, so yeah. probably need some sort of something else in there to balance out the diet a little bit. But but it is important to, to really just pair it back a little bit and go, well, is it really an issue yep. that, 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 that what's going on? And, and, and certainly, uh, like you said, encouraging perhaps a little bit of tough love, but then also perhaps just going, look, do I really need to worry so heavily yeah. about this? Yeah, the, the, the bit of a take it easy for a little while yeah. approach, you know, rather than making it a, a big thing and getting yourself and then that's going to transfer onto him yes. you know and getting everything stressed out maybe just take it a little bit yeah, easier yep, and, and, and you're right and, and cats will learn that yep if i turn my nose up at, at that whatever you've given me the broccoli you've given me today i'll wait uh, half an hour and i'll then i'll come with me chicken legs so yes but then exactly I, I hear the crack of the tuna yeah, lid right yeah, now yes. oh fresh spring water again mother <laughs> thank you very much i'm more of the putanesca variety oh right yes yeah. tuna thank you yes. is, is this lion corn mother <laughs> or what um yeah, so so I think you I think you're doing all the right stuff there, Catherine. I think you just got to keep. You know, Lewis has got some great ideas about the social facilitation and you know and just trying to do. You know, maybe maybe yeah, take it take a take it easy a little bit and just go. Well, you know, if he doesn't eat it all today or we can't get him on it today or next week, in the short term it's probably not going to matter, is it? No. You know, it's but over the long term, yeah, we'd like you get him to get you know get him onto a more balanced diet. Yeah. But yeah, hey, people you know, people really often worry about it a lot, and often it's not as big a an issue is as they, you know, it's perhaps like having a toddler, you know, sometimes toddlers refuse a food. Yeah, good point. And, yeah. And people feel really, oh, he's going, he's going to waste away, but really, he'd just be hungry in the next meal. So. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think, yeah, great, great question. Thanks, thanks for sending sending that in. And, um, good on you, Catherine. And yeah, let, let us know how you go. And if you, yeah, if you find that it's working, keep uh, keep in touch, Catherine. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah, and as always, as always, we welcome your feedback or any questions anyone has Absolutely. on the show. If you think we've said something that's uh, totally you totally disagree with, um, be sure you know send us send us an email at hit us up. Yep, two vets talk pets at gmail.com. Yep. Or uh, or on all the social medias, uh, your Facebook, Instagram, uh, and, and Twitter. Tw- Twitter, and you can also get onto me with the handle at Vet Behaviorist um, on Twitter as well. Um, but uh, anyway, well, um, I think that's about a wrap. What do you reckon? Absolutely, yeah. And uh, and now we're on iTunes as well, so give us a a sweet five star review oh, um, and uh, and a nice little comment. It makes us feel good, and uh, and you know we we then you know we we. Specifically, seek out a, a cute little animal and give them a little cuddle. So, uh, so if you can do that for us, guys, that'd be fantastic. Otherwise, I think that's uh, pod three all, all wrapped up. Lewis, thanks a lot, mate. And we'll uh, we'll catch all you guys again next time. Lewis, thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.